episode 178. Thank you all for listening to episode 177, The Last Quarantine Dance. Thank you to Wes Anderson. I am Gary, here with my co-host. Zazu the Great. You got Bear. And Cody Bryant. And back with us again is the man, the myth, the legend. Wes Anderson. (laughs) Moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Uh, so, Wes, again, uh, last Friday, so th- this is now Sunday uh, when this is released. So, we're talking two Fridays ago. Mind Quarantine came out on all the streaming services. You, you just want to mention that again about Mind Quarantine? Yep. It's the newest single. Um, and like all of them, I get a, a cast of collaborators. So, I got Ted from. Uh, pretty well-known reggae rock band called Pacifier on vocals. Uh, Tommy Sickles, who's an amazing drummer uh, from a a relatively well-known metal band in the early 2000s called Nothing Face. And then uh, my buddy Mark Lewandowski, uh, who plays in a band right now called Jugum's Cloud um, on bass. Perfect. And uh, just like the last episode, we are going to play that song right now. Oh 
That was Mind Quarantine from Wes Anderson featuring Ted Bone. Uh, again, Wes, congratulations on the song. Absolutely love the song uh, and, and your continued success. Looking forward to what you have coming out in July and August. Thank you very much. So as we get into this, first thing we got to ask you, man, so your favorite personalities from wrestling past. Yep. So, um, yeah, like we were talking about before, I mean, Vince McMahon, I could just watch his highlight reels all day long. I mean, the guy's just a born performer. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And um, so th those uh, are the past personalities. And I told you about a, a current guy who I uh, have a party story from. Is, should I say that now or? Yeah, go ahead, or, man. So I think he got, he was one of the guys cut from the quarantine, but uh, EC3. Uh, and uh, he was roommates with some guys I was good friends with early on in college. So we partied a lot together. And um, I remember it was my freshman year and um, I was pledging a fraternity I was in. And so he lived with some of the older guys in the frat at a, their annex house. And it was just like a, meathead central and I, I it was the fall and there was a party up at the house and i was like didn't have my coat because i lost it and i was like bummed because it was cold as shit and then um sure enough i see uh mike ec3 wearing my jacket i must have left it at his house like <laughs> some other like or the day before the night before at the party they had and i was like yeah oh. Well, yeah, I guess you could wear it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like not have. I mean, he was just so jacked back then too, like you know, 10, 15 years ago. So it was just kind of funny. I was like, oh well, that jacket's gone for good. <laughs> EC3. <laughs> so you telling but, us that you gave super EC3 nice dude, a super pad hilarious. Beat him down. Yeah, <laughs> he was like the nicest dude and like the most hilarious guy too, though. So it was. Yeah, uh, hear that EC3 next time West see you. That's your ass. All right. Yeah, I remember the American Eagle jacket zip up. I want that back. It's fantastic. Yeah, you, if you find him, you might be able to find him. I think he's. Uh, I don't know if he has a job yet. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I follow his Instagram. I like his his post and the way he writes. It's pretty entertaining. You better get him now before he sells your jacket. Then. <laughs> better get that damn jacket. Uh, so. Um, we're going to jump into some trivia now, so I'm going to present my screen to you guys, just like last time. Trivia, Barry, you want to update us on the points real quick? Yeah, updated points. Gary has 368. Cody Bryant has 294. I have 305. Parrot has 183. Dub has 29, and Wes has 7. There we go, Wes. On the board. I love that picture of uh, LeBron versus. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what he wanted. To, <laughs> 1990 versus. That's, like, that, that's just like news media in general. Like it's just how you spin it. Yep, it is how you spin it. And just make a story around it. Like the biggest thing with MJ, and I won't get into sports, that they always talk about him. You know, putting switching hands in midair. I'm like, it was so unnecessary. Stop playing that fucking clip. Like, don't care. So. We are ready, Jeremy. And then same thing, put it in the chat box what we got and uh, look forward to what we are. So here we go. Starting with Jeremy. So, Wes, since you're not a, a huge wrestling fan, we'll give you triple points as well. How about yeah, the points? What would you say, Parrot? How about ten times the points? Maybe you can catch me. 
That's a lot of math for bear. It will do triple. I can handle triple. All right. So first up for five points uh, or 15 for those two guys, because I doubt anybody will remember this. Which referee was in in a series of uplifting vignettes of him trying to kill himself? That's easy. (laughs) So if I just get it right by copying your guys' answers, is that (laughs) Uh, Whatever you want to do. I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say N.A. All right. So we've got uh, Jim fucking Joyce, you piece of shit. (laughs) From Barrett or Zazu. Tim White, Tim White, and uh, N.A. So go, so you can get the points ready. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jim fucking Joyce. I hate Jim Joyce. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> he, he may be the only one that found these hilarious. Josh Matthews also starting these videos. Look them up on YouTube. I thought they were great. With the upcoming Money in the Bank pay-per-view in a couple weeks, what is the percentage of successful Money in the Bank cash-ins? Closest gets three points. Ooh, percentage. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Cash-in. So you just put in a percentage, you're good. All right, so we've got 93.6, 80, 69.69, 69, 67, and that was not bare, 67 and 55. So we could have somebody getting uh, 15 points here, or we're going to have somebody get five. 82.6, give it to me with right. 80. Beautiful. Three points. I'm going to ask him, can you tell us who has and hasn't? Because I want to know if he has them all. Who has at least, or who hasn't. That would be easier. Or who hasn't. Yeah, that'll be that'll be good. You know, we remember we remember a lot of them um, the, that have been in there. A lot of money in the bank cash-ins. I, I think the biggest one in recent memory was five years ago with Seth Rollins cashing in. Excuse me, during the uh, Lesnar and uh, Roman Reigns match. We all thought Roman was going to win and we're pissed off and here comes Seth, who got curb stomped earlier in the night by Randy Orton and won the title. All right. Hey, while, he, while he's uh, typing that, oh, okay, I was about to say, go to my uh, go to my chat. I sent you. Go to your chat. So Bear sent a chat. Let's see. Oh, did you send me one over here? So I got to yeah. scroll up. So the only four, on the only on four, your four, <laughs> all right, the only four wrestlers to fail in cash and attempts are John Cena, Damian Sandow, Baron Corbin, Braun Strowman. And then Bear, Bear sent a wonderful photo, so we'll see what it is as it loads. <laughs> that, that's like oh, what yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, like, the media. You can forward that to Jeremy later. Man, Beer would have whooped LeBron ass. <laughs> Shit, the LeBron would bowl him over like no other. The only, person, such a the, dick. the only one to not build and beer off his feet was Robert Parrish. Yeah, well, LeBron's bigger than Robert Parrish. And Robert Parrish six, had eight, hands like an old lumberjack. All right, and finally, it's time for another Who Am I? So how this works, Wes. Wrong guess, and you are skipped a turn on guessing. First person to get it correct gets five points. Clue number one, I'm in my late 30s. In fairness to Cena, he actually won his cash-in match. But it was by either DQ or count out. Can't remember which. So he did not get the title. Uh, 
Um, but so clue number one, I'm in my late 30s. So you can either just say pass and then you automatically can guess on uh, clue number two. But if you guess and you get it wrong, then you can you have to sit out for clue number two. Yeah, pass. What kind of clue yeah. is that? Pass. Pass. So pass around. So yeah, what kind of clue is that? Come on, man. Stop picking on Jeremy. He does a lot of work here. <laughs> All right. Clue uh, number two. I've wrestled in many indie feds, but never for WCW, TNA, or AEW. <laughs> This could be so many people. Pass for me. Pass. I'm going to pass. Zazu, what are you doing? Um, I'm going to take a pass. Okay. Cody Bryant? Oh, never mind. Yeah, I'm going to pass. I, <laughs> I, I was going to say somebody, but then I remembered they wrestled for TNA, so... I signed with WWE in 2011. Charlotte Flair. <laughs> oh, she's not at 37. Her late 30s. Uh, so what happens if I guess wrong? Then you just can't answer on clue number four. All right. Well, I'm probably not. All right. I'll wait. I'll wait. You're going to pass? Yeah, pass. Uh, Cody passes Bear. Uh, I really want to guess, but I think number four might be it, so I don't want to miss this one. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. Pass the rest. Zazu with Charlotte. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a one-time U.S. champion, five-time Raw Tag Team Champion, and one-time SmackDown Tag Team Champion, plus a Slammy Award winner. I'm going to throw my guess in here. Oh, I should wait. Is this the last clue? No, he'll keep going. Okay. Pass. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, boy. Uh... I didn't even, they still do the slammies? I know that. Uh, I don't know if they've done it in a while. Oh, man. 2011. That was nine years ago, so that wouldn't have... Mm. Uh, I got passed. Um, Cesaro. That's a good guess. Uh, Cody. Everybody else is passing? Yep. I'm not allowed to guess. Oh, yeah, you're out this one. That's a good guess, dude. Dang you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> Never even heard of that name. <laughs> he <put sad> face. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, God, I was gonna get Zach Ryder. <laughs> I almost said John Morrison, but I'm like, wait a minute. I think he was in TNA. Um, yeah. 
and then he's in his forties. <laughs> right, right. So I have really good clues left still. Okay, what are the other clues? I still want to right. see him. What does it mean? Well, what's the next clue? What I want to know. I don't know what the next clue is. How did you get it so quickly? What are you talking about so quickly, dude? That was long, man. Four clues. <laughs> God, Cody Bryant, man. I should save, save them for future trivia questions. <laughs> well, then we'll know it's Cesaro. <laughs> oh, what did Brandon tag us in? Oh, he tagged us in uh, Bronson. Yeah. Holler if you hear me. Yep, we'll see. So we'll see what he, what else he mentions here. Um, <laughs> those are some good questions. So did anybody get uh, – Cody got some points. Oh, and then I got the percentage points. He's still typing. Damn. Paul Heyman guy briefly, I know that. Oh, Won the inaugural yeah. Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Did you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah, I would have got the I would have got the Andre, but I wouldn't have gotten Paul Heyman guy. I would have yeah, Paul Heyman guy would have been Punk or um Cesaro. CM Punk was gonna be my only guess. It's a good one. I don't remember the guy I could have thought of from like early two thousands or twenty ten. Early 2010s. It lasted four months, so I remember him being a Heyman guy. Um, so uh, everybody, check out the Tim White and Josh Matthews videos. <laughs> hysterical. Have a good one, guys. Thanks again, Jeremy. Um, and then also uh, want to thank uh, we already thanked you, Wes, and you're here. So thank you to All Wear Clothing. <laughs> Check out Brandon. All Work Clothing can help with all of your clothing needs. Uh, he, he's gotten us T-shirts. He's gotten us hoodies. We're looking forward to stickers, koozies. He can help you with all of your clothing needs. We talk about thongs, banana hammocks, sweatpants, uh, whatever bear or not bear, whatever Zazu's into. What do you wear? You wear like wing wing caps or some shit? I need footsies for my uh, my uh, my little pecker feet. <laughs> he, 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 might, he might make you your own Mr. Sacco for your dong if you want. I don't know, man. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. A dongo, whatever you want to call it. So again, uh, thank you to uh, Brandon All Work Clothing and check him out at allworkclothing.com. So we're back. And uh, uh, Bear, you can go ahead with uh, the wonderful Jason debate. He'll drop some more knowledge on us. All right. Um, five questions today. So question number one, I've eliminated the idea and habit of watching Raw. Too boring. Same matches week after week. How about you? I haven't watched Raw in like six, eh, probably two months, maybe more. I don't think I've watched it since I watched it with Gary last time. Yeah, I don't remember the last time I watched Raw, in all honesty. <laughs> It's been a lot longer than two months. <laughs> yeah, we talking a whole episode or just like... <laughs> I guess at least an hour constitutes as watching, right? I would hope so. Uh, yeah. If that, then no. Yeah, I couldn't tell you last time I watched Raw. What about you, Wes? <laughs> 1998. <laughs> yeah, I don't find out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two. Early on at the induction of AEW, I said they sucked and the program would fail within months. I was wrong. It is great. <laughs> That's a hit. <laughs> uh, no, we all we all told you that. <laughs> so, 
Yeah, except for uh, Dustin Rhodes getting some getting some color right now, like he does every match. Just like he just the one guy he never wanted to be was Dad, and he's just like right. Dad. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. Number three, are we are we allowed to mention Roman Reigns on this podcast? If so, I'm glad he is gone. <laughs> uh, savage. Uh, yeah, we can mention him on the show, but I'm also glad he is gone. Oh, bro, he's he a good guy, man. He's a good guy. Yes, I agree, I, but I don't need to see him shoved down my fucking throat. They just, I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, I think admittedly, Roman Reigns is probably like the most like marketable dude since Cena. So, like, they kind of, I mean, who else are you really going to put in that main event spot? You know, like, Bray Wyatt. But I mean, since Cena, like you can't. I mean, you could send Bray Wyatt to the Today Show, but do you really want to send Bray Wyatt to the Today Show? No. Oh, you're you know? saying? I, I see what you're saying. Like faces. Yeah. yeah, like you know, like since Cena, and you know, I don't know, man. It's he just Roman just gets a bad rep, man. Like, I think he was. He was cool when he was just that dude that didn't say much and, you know, just power bomb the shit out of you. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was dope. Everybody liked that. And then they tried to turn him into, you know, basically John Cena 2.0 and just kind of took the the badassery away from him. And, you know, it hurt him. And now they're trying to get it back. And I don't I don't think they'll ever get it back. What about uh, West? You are you aware of Roman Reigns? Have you watched anything in the last ten years on who this guy is? Sounds familiar. Like, but uh, yeah, I can't speak to it. <laughs> or him? <It's> all- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had. Uh, what do you have? Leukemia, right? Leukemia, he was in yeah. uh, remission, came back, and Boy, uh, right? yeah. okay, that's a, that's how I heard of him because he made an announcement during one of those, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And like that was that was in like the last year or so, I think. Yeah, here yeah. yes, you're correct. So yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've heard of him, yeah. Here you go. I'll just show you present on the screen here just so you can see a uh, okay. quick collage of pictures of him from the Google images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen him. That is Roman Reigns. All right. Number <laughs> number four. You guys are great at trivia, so I know you'll have some answers off the top of your head. So list some of your favorite jokes or sayings from Jerry Waller. <laughs> uh, puppies! <laughs> oh, man. Um, anything ripping on the hearts is fantastic. Anything about them. I think one of them, I think one of them and I, I don't know if it's the actual quote, but one of them, he goes, I... I I remember just because it was so damn funny. I think he says the only person who I known who's autographed the Bible is Helen Hart or, or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, God, what else was there? There's just he has so like Stu had front row seats to like the parting of the Red Sea or something. <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah, he he said that, and recently I know he got in some hot water for mentioning ramen noodles, and that wasn't even his, you know, his. We'll take on it. You have to look more into that. I know one time he did mention um, 
how to impress girls at the gym. He does pull-ups. He pulls up in a Corvette, a Cadillac, a Mercedes. <laughs> Shit like that. Um, I, another one, when May Young came back, I think he said um, they were talking about, I can't remember what it was, but it was something about her being naked or something. Maybe about birth suits or something. He said, I think May Young's needs ironing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just so savage. He's just absolutely amazing. He's oh my God. I just the best. The one he said, I had, I was like, there was one I couldn't remember what exactly he said about a Alundra Blaze. I had to look it up. You know, Alundra, you know, Alundra Blaze with her looks could star in TV westerns if she had two more legs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh <that's> great. <laughs> Yeah, what you said, Helen Hart is so old, she remembers when the Dead Sea was sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, just, I just looked one up. This will be, be a fan. This, this one doesn't age well, but it's goddamn hilarious. Ahmed Johnson came from a neighborhood where the most common words heard was, you have the right to remain silent. Jeez. <laughs> oh, how did he get away with this shit? <laughs> 90s, babe. And then he said, "If the if the Japanese are so smart, why do they eat with sticks?" <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Mark, okay. he used to call uh, he used to call Taka. He used to, he used to call him Taka Michi, No clue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Here you go, Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake's two best friends are Jim Beam and Jack oh, Daniels. Yeah, Jim and Jack. Yeah. I just I just looked up the Jake the Snake ones. Here's one. Jake Jake Roberts' wife is real ugly, but according to him, that's nothing a six pack and a light switch can't fix. <laughs> oh my god! The only, the only reason Jake the Snake Roberts doesn't drink and drive anymore is because he's afraid he might hit a bump and spill his drink. <laughs> Foley looks like an unmade bed. <laughs> What's twelve inches long and hangs in front of in front on ass? Mankind's tie. Oh, Jake Roberts is feeling a little under the weather. He has barthritis. Oh my god. Helen Hart is the only <laughs> Go ahead. Didn't he say one about Jake like falling off falling off the wagon or something like that? But like getting ran, I can't. Oh, I can't remember it now. Oh my gosh! I, I know it was like during the King of the Ring or something like that. This one, this one might be my favorite. Crash Holly is so short you can see his feet on his driver license photo. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, oh, the king. Oh boy! Just a. a, a and not a bad one. Cena with the WWE title, Randy Orton with the Money in the Bank briefcase, and Daniel Bryan with the beard. <laughs> uh, Michael Cole, what did you get for Christmas except drunk? <laughs> oh. uh, he's got he's got endless good ones. Oh my god, he's so. There's one thing that comes into mind when I see Tristratus management. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the one about Jake Jake's Robert's wife? Jake Robert's wife is real ugly, but according to him, that's nothing a six pack and light switch can't fix. Is that what you kind of yeah. mentioned? Yeah, I said that one earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah they got he got a lot of good ones. Oh, I mean, there's got to be he's got to have thousands though. That you're just like jeez, barthritis. Jesus, gosh. Insane. All right. 
last question. Last question. This could go on forever with the with the king. Number five. Everyone has their own story, but how did you get into wrestling, and why are you a current fan? I guess we can uh, start with Wes. <laughs> you know, this is so long ago. How do you know who these guys are? Yeah, I mean, back back in the day, it was just impossible not to know who, like, Stone Cold or The Rock was. So, you know, just pop culture, I guess. You know, WWF was just so, you know, popular. Back then, I feel like, you know, fan or not, you heard of the, heard of these these people. Absolutely. What about you, Zazu? Since you uh, you're the next on there. Um, I believe I don't know. I like got into it when I went to WrestleMania back in 07. I, I downloaded the WWE Network last week. Worked <laughs> <laughs> like a week and a half ago. <laughs> I paid for it for the month too. That's good. <laughs> Got to watch now. I haven't watched anything on it yet. Besides, you for haven't watched anything on it. Besides for WrestleMania, the uh, um, so for me, uh, how I got into it. I mean, like I mentioned before, it was just early '90s. I mean, late '80s. I really knew. You know, I had those wrestling buddies like Hulk Hogan and Macho Man, Big Boss Man, all that shit. But didn't get really into watching it until the like early to mid nineties, uh, Shawn Michaels. And then, you know, when, uh, Hogan moved to WCW and still had Hulkamania and, and, uh, uh, that's really when I got into it. No, no real reason. Just, it was on TV, watched it at my grandma's cause my dad was always at work. So I'd be at her house at night. She'd watch the Opry and it came on after. So that's how I got into it. And then we had, we had the uh, Buckeye cable, the chip in the box when you had 22 channels, 21 was all where the wrestling pay-per-views are. And 22 was where the Playboy channel was. Those are the good channels. Yes. Nice. So you're saying that came in clear for you and you didn't have to watch it scrambled like I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. My dad had the chip. Son of a Damn, you don't know what the grind was like, bro. <laughs> I know, right? I had, to, I had to catch it. I had to catch a nipple every three minutes on 93. Yeah. <laughs> I would just sit in the kitchen while my parents and everyone else is in the living room and have to put, the, put it on mute and then just just hear until someone gets up. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did. Uh, I did have to go through that when we didn't have the chip. But then my dad knew a guy that you know got the chip, and we had a uh, paper. <laughs> he had a guy. He had a guy. He had, he had, he had a chip guy who. Uh, <laughs> so I, I recorded every WCW and WWF pay per view from '94 to I think '98. So they each had one a month and recorded every single one of them. Could have been a tape trader. That was big then. Yep. Cody knows about that. He was just uh, graduating college then. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> saying. <laughs> paid for a lot of books you know <laughs> all right I'll, I'll go i'll go into mine because i don't even I, well i know cody's was back in 1975 when flair became a <laughs> long story of how he yeah, got into it first rain, man. Uh, man i you remember sam martino's whole seven-year run probably uh, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I don't remember i don't remember how i got into wrestling i just remember watching it so I don't know if I came across or something, but I know that my parents didn't want me to watch it, but my dad would tape it for me anyways. So I knew that they lied regardless. 
because he would still he'd let me watch raw from nine to ten and then i'd have to go to bed and granted i'm like seven at this time six or seven this is 97 98 so <laughs> the fact that he didn't let me do that is wild um and then yeah next thing i know he uh you know he knew i was into it so my first i think my first live event was ecw in 99 that i went to at the seagate center probably nice um and so yeah, i've seen wc i've seen them all i saw wcw at the seagate and uh wwe at i think that was at that my one of them was at the sports aroma can't remember which one it was i think that was ww well it would have been wwf um maybe like oh one or oh two but yeah I, I got to see all the shows which was cool and that that was an even i was an even bigger fan then and um got out of it when i probably my junior or senior year in high school i think and then got back into it probably when I was, I don't know, 23 or 24 maybe. Um, and then the WWE Network, that just, that changes it all. So now I got to go back and watch everything. And I remember when it first came out, I went back and I was like, okay, I remember this. I, I haven't seen some of this shit since I was a kid. And I could go back and remember what happened on that Raw, remembering watching it when I was seven or eight years old, which is kind of wild. So it kind of shows what kind of memories I have very very little family memories it's all either sports or wrestling that gets stuck in my brain the drinking eliminates the family memories but keeps in the important stuff i guess so <laughs> so that's how i think that's how i got into it if i recall and you reminded me i had a kid in my neighborhood well a few kids we would all you'd see new wrestling moves you wanted to do and we'd practice it i was like fuck i don't know eight and uh would practice beating up this little five-year-old doing, oh, it's fake, man. It's not real. Take this power bomb into the grass. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't, don't say it's fake. You'll get bitch slapped. Right. Yeah. It, we're like, it doesn't hurt, man. They, they land in the ring. Look at, and they get right up and you power bomb him into the grass and he goes home crying. You're like, well, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was put into the walls of Jericho by a dude who was about a hundred pounds bigger than me once. And uh, yeah, how, how he didn't break my back. I I'll never understand that. Dude, yeah. and the, that and the figure four hurts like a motherfucker if it's put on right. <laughs> yeah. Trampoline wrestling was fun though. Yeah. <laughs> like dude, like doing like a power bomb like on a trampoline, like that shit's fun. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. If you remember uh one year yeah. for for Wes, one year for uh Halloween, me you remember Martin Colby? Yeah, 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 yeah. So me and him went as Brian Christopher and Scotty Tuhati of Too Cool, uh, while Derek and Andy Leonard and uh, yeah, 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 you got me. And uh, they went as the Hardy Boys. <laughs> so we had a match nice. out in the in the middle of this uh, cul-de-sac in uh, back in old Birch Point. Oh, Birch Point, nice. Yes, sir. All right, what about oh, you, Cody? Sixties, seventies. Uh, you know, it started way back in the uh, eighty or sixty-two. Uh, uh, <laughs> I met Bobo Brazil for the first time. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I mean, um, I just happened to—I was actually—I actually started watching WCW first. Um, I, you know, as you guys know, I'm a big Braves fan, so trying to watch a Braves baseball game as a kid uh, on TBS, like, you know, I ended up watching uh, Saturday night and, you know, seeing Ric Flair for the first time and, you know, like the horseman. And then 
you know, flipping channels one day after church, coming home, thinking I'm going to watch wrestling. I come across Ultimate Warrior. And this was, as I had to be like five years old, five, six years old. And, you know, this was around when Ultimate Warrior had won the heavyweight title. So, you know, catching an episode of Superstars when the Ultimate Warrior was like in the opening uh, theme or whatever, like the opening credits. And since then, man, I've been hooked. And just, I remember like being a kid and having like my uncles and everything, you know, tell me, matter of fact, like about how they used to have a lot of events in Sandusky growing up when they were growing up and uh, like Bobo Brazil, like literally they would actually, you know, come to Sandusky at the American Legion and have stuff all the time. And they'd talk about the Sheik and, you know, me being a kid, I didn't know any better. And I'm thinking they're talking about the Iron Sheet. And I'm like, man, how is this dude, you know, coming to Sandusky? But, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just ever since then, man, I've been hooked. And I never, I don't know, I never really stopped watching. I think the the longest period of time I went maybe was probably 2006, maybe. And that was just for like one summer. But ever since then, man, I was always recording or buying tapes. Uh, some of you guys might not know about renting videotapes. I'm not that young. <laughs> I know what a Blockbuster is, okay? See, but you had to go to Video Express because Blockbuster didn't have the good selection like Video Express did. So you'd only get, like, the big fours, man, like, Dude, I went to Video Connection, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Before it was Movie Gallery. Yeah, no yeah, shit. Yeah, now it's my family video is the only one left. Yeah, yeah I know. No shit. How they still have stuff open is wild. <laughs> I think my first event I went to, first one I went to, I was fifth grade. I was in fifth grade. And we went to the Toledo Sports Arena. And it was a it was a house show, and got to see Kane and and Nation and Ahmed Johnson. Like man, that was probably the best time. Like if I could have died, if I'd have died then, I'd have been happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so it's like you know you grow up and you get older, and like I still have the first, or I take that back, the second replica belt that I bought. Like from way back when, man, the big phone belts. And, you know, it was just, I don't know, you just never leave it. And I think I stuck with wrestling because it's, you know, like, I don't know, you guys can all probably relate. Like, it's your thing. You know, like everybody has like their favorite thing or, or something that, you know, no matter what's going on, you can just sit back with it and it'll make you happy. And like, wrestling is my thing. That nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember having, you know, matches in gym class, man, jumping, you know, like the best times were mat ball, playing mat ball during gym class. So all the, the mats were out. So, you know, we're out there body slamming each other and, and hitting people with the rock bottom on the wrestling mats. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, oh, that's... I remember my freshman year of high school, man, I hit a frog splash on uh, – <laughs> Uh, my buddy, uh, my buddy Mar Mar Marquise, and freaking, I just 
climbed on the top of the bleachers, dude, and just laid him out during gym <laughs> class. We damn near got suspended for that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh, like I was telling you, I do a lot of moves with Grayson now. You know, we do the suplex, and and uh, he likes to do what he calls the froggy splash. And uh, he'll do a. I'll 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 go to like suplex him, and he'll reverse me into like a reverse RKO, or you know I get him in an F five or a, an attitude adjustment. And he'll give me the RKO on a reverse. He likes to do all that shit. <laughs> he he so pissed me off one day, so I got him in the walls of Jericho, and he's like, "Yeah, that doesn't hurt." And I said I cranked it back just a little, and he's like, "Okay, it hurts." I lied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when did you guys have your? Uh, I, I guess we'll probably talk about it later. But when did you have your uh, your John Stossel moment? Like when you realize, like you know, it wasn't on. You know, they weren't on the level like they you know tried to portray it as. Ooh, um, it took me a little bit. My dad, my dad would always say that shit, and I was like, okay. How do people bleed? I, he knew I'd always go back. I had to, but until it clicked, until I, yeah. until I made it click, I was probably, I was probably 13 or 14. You know, I'm, I'm, that is dead honesty, dead honesty. It's not like Santa where it's like, okay, you're 10 and you're like, all right, this is impossible. Spoiler alert, kid. Right. Spoiler alert. Right. <laughs> You know, if any kids are listening to this, I was saying, if there's some kids listening to this, man, it's it's sorry, daddy ain't going on. Yeah, but um, yeah, it probably would have been around there. Uh, but I didn't. I mean, honestly, probably around like eleven or twelve, I thought, okay, some of this shit ain't right. But up until then, nah, it was all real to me. It was real to me, damn it, and I'll put it that way. (laughs) Until last time, it was kind of like, okay, now, now I see it. But there's still some shit I watched. I'm just like, damn. Like Some storylines that you know you go back though, and you're like, right? You're like, like, man, you're like, that's legit though. Like, there is stuff that's legit, and people don't understand that. Oh yeah, when people right. miss, like when Braun Strowman missed on that that kick, and fucking Brock, oh, yeah. right in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've seen that. Uh, for me, um, so I was seven when I started watching wrestling. Uh, so I would say uh, probably about six. My dad started ruining it for me. <laughs> no, probably 80 would tell me, oh, you're watching that fake shit again. So I said, it's not fake. And he let me get him in a figure four once I figured out how to do it. And I said, see, that's real. And he's like, well, they don't push their leg down. So it doesn't hurt as bad. You know, he gave me that shit. So I said, then let me throw you through that table. He said, no. <laughs> so he's like, the tables are set to break. And those chairs aren't hard metal. I'm like, whatever, dad. <laughs> but you, Wes? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Wes. Yeah, I guess I was never um, as hardcore into it to like. I feel like I was always like something was off or skeptical, you know, from like being more of a fanatic of like NFL or NBA and baseball, which is like, you know, improvised to an extent. And then going to watch something like pro wrestling, it's like, I, I was like, all right, there's obviously a big difference here and <laughs> but i think where wwf and all the pro wrestling federations got it right though is just like the sheer entertainment value it's like yes. it's like once you realize it's not fully 
improviser off the cuff, then you ask yourself the question, does it really matter? <laughs> like, like the gladiator, gladiator quote, are you not entertained? Right. Right. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter if you're still entertained. Yeah, I think mine, I, I had to be probably seven or eight. And since I started watching WCW first, um, like realizing that, <laughs> then you definitely knew quick. <laughs> Damn, like it, it, it clicked for me when uh, when Scott Hall signed to WWF and when he debuted as Razor Ramon. Like, I'm like, holy shit, dude, that's the diamond stud. That ain't Razor Ramon. What the, what the hell? But like, I was confused. And I'm like, oh. And then it kind of clicked, like, oh, wow. and then I was mad at my uncle for like a month straight. I wouldn't talk to him because he would always tell me, like, you know, it's, you know, that wrestling man it ain't as real as you think it is. And I'd always say, okay, fine, let me chop you like Ric Flair. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, um, yeah, man, that's a that's a great. Uh, I like that. That's a, a great thought. Um, but, uh, of course, we got to thank a few more people. So, Crandall's Quality Lawn Care. Or, sorry, Crandall's Quality Landscaping. I fucked it up on the last episode. Crandall's Quality Landscaping. Sorry, Sean. Uh, give them a call, 419-704-5471. Give me bear. Serves the Toledo and surrounding area. And not. Wow. Libya. Africa again. I like it. So, thank you, Sean. Thank you to uh, Tim at Verizon. Verizon is a true technology business partner that helps local businesses deploy technologies that can positively impact operations and increase revenue for the company. At Verizon, we do not wait for the future. We build it. Get in touch with a sales rep in your area, verizon.com. And then thank you to Cassandra at PNC. You can visit her at the White House branch or give her a call, 419-877-0634. She can help you with all of your banking needs, whether it be loans, credit cards, or personal banking. She is there to help. All right. So um, there was a thing with AEW on at the end of one of the Being the Elite shows, and it had that FTR in the sky. I don't know if you saw that, FTR in the clouds. They were like clouds in the sky. So it was a big thing on what does this mean? So my thought was fear the revolt, you know, the new name of the revival, the revolt. So that's all I could come up with. I didn't know if you guys had even heard about it or if you have any ideas what that may have meant. Uh, I heard about it. I don't know what they're going to do. Last I heard about the revival, they signed with NWA. Oh, did they? That's the last I seen. Yeah. And I I know that. Waiting. to you know waiting for everything to end so they can debut in nwa hmm. i didn't know that i did not know either yeah so i don't know i mean it'd be kind of cool to see him in nwa and i honestly that would probably be the best move for him um, is this not like the does AEW do they have a tag team championship yet? I can't even remember, honestly. They do, I don't know. Uh, uh, SoCal are the, are the champs, right? Yeah, yeah, they're still yeah. champs. Yeah. Um, and then what did we see at the end of uh, AEW there tonight? I saw Dustin Runnels or Dustin Rhodes is all cut up, beat up, has the blood. That was what yeah. Lance Archer again. 
Yeah, he got he got dreamed. Love it. He got dreamed. Uh, um, don't I don't really have uh, anything with uh, NXT. I know that um, I don't think Velveteen fought uh, last week against Finn Balor. No, Velveteen might. Um, uh, yeah, I heard about that. What yeah, happened? He got to lay low for a while. I don't what know. Allegedly, he uh, sent some of his uh, Johnson to underage. Allegedly. Oh, Allegedly. I mean, he's only like 22. I don't think that matters. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Oh, he's only 19. He sent him to a 16-year-old. It still fucking counts. Right. Um, I, but that's, yeah, it's, it's all alleged. I don't think anything's been that big last week, I think. And it's been really quiet since. Right. A lot of people were saying that shit was fake, though. Because someone... Some weirdo matched up and said that he didn't. There, the tattoos weren't there. There was something that wasn't. Something wasn't. Up, so that's a big friend right there. Yeah, but he was uh, he was DMing some uh, old dong pics to underage. Yeah. <laughs> right. But he pulled the old just like everyone else. My account was hacked. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good old hacking. Yeah. Oh, that happened to be my dick pics too. Brett Favre couldn't say that back in like 05 because there were no accounts. Oh, my phone was hacked. Sorry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Brett, I see your Wrangler sitting on the floor. <laughs> Talk about a trouser snake. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Wranglers and one of those uh, fucking gold wrap things sitting right next to him. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so with uh, WWE, uh, they released Kane Velasquez. So he had one match. One and he's done. Damn, he was there long enough to collect a check, huh? Yep. He's probably he's got to be the only undefeated wrestler in history. <laughs> Someone needs to look at. Get Jeremy. Jeremy, when you hear this on Sunday, find that out. Right. Because legit, he might be the only one. He was one and zero. Yeah. He lost his match because didn't he get hurt? I thought he beat Lesnar. Didn't he? Oh, here, let me see. Yeah, I thought he lost. Yeah, Brock beat him because it was for the WWE Championship. It was in Crown Jewel. Brock won, so he's 0-1. Really? Yeah. It was for the title. He I thought he, he just come in and just uh, – he just he came in a couple times then. Yeah, he, he kind of just came after him but because uh Rey Mysterio and uh, defending him. But, yeah, he lost. Crown Jewel. Was that this um, – was. News for uh, something to think about. I don't think Sasha's in the Money in the Bank ladies match anymore. So what are our thoughts on that? Ooh, I don't know. So the, the winner going to fight uh, Becky or something then, probably, instead of somebody fighting Bailey? Uh, probably. But how are they going to I don't know, unless they just have somebody win it and have them fight Bailey anyway. You know, maybe could, have like Naomi or somebody win. Because right now it's Ashka, Shayna Baszler, 
Nia Jax, Paige is back, by the way. Lacey Evans, Mandy Rose, or Carmella? Paige is back? Yep. Oh. Well, it'll probably be Lacey Evans winning, though. She should. Um, who they have right now. I yeah, because Bailey's fighting Tamina, Braun's fighting Bray Wyatt, Drew McIntyre, and uh, Monday Night Messiah, Seth Rollins. Monday Night Jesus. And then the uh, men's is Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Aleister Black, King Corbin, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, and To Be Determined because Apollo Crews got hurt against Andrade. He's no longer in the Money in the Bank match. Uh, hopefully Otis yeah, wins. Right. The, uh, um, uh, another thing, <laughs> two things with The Undertaker. In kayfabe, Undertaker literally killed Gallows and Anderson since that's the last time we saw them was in the Boneyard match. And speaking of that Boneyard match, on WWEshop.com for $75, you can own a plaque with a picture of The Undertaker and a capsule of dirt from the Boneyard match. No thanks. I'll pass. Right. Fucking terrible. Uh, so uh, before we get into the uh, – I'm going to mention a few final thoughts things. We'll talk about Dark Side of the Ring, and then we'll we'll wrap up with on this day. So final thoughts. Uh, they did come out with the – who they said the greatest rival of uh, Triple H is. Did oh, you hear who they said it was? No. Dwayne. Oh, God. He had one good year. And yeah. it can seem like Triple H is going to be on the Mount Rushmore at WWF or E or whatever. Mm-mm. No, he's not right. even on the he's not even on the foothills, man. And then something funny, I do want to share this with you. So instead of money in the bank, no. Oh. So instead of uh, instead of money in the bank or King of the Ring. Since uh, WWE is on some budget cuts, I found this funny that this is going to be their new thing. Welcome to Hayden oh, Crate. <laughs> <laughs> so I found that to be pretty damn funny. Hayden Crate taking over for uh, Helen Estelle since they're on these budget cuts. Mick Foley will come back and jump off of it, I bet. Right. Right. So last uh, last sponsor before we get into uh, some dark side of the ring and some on this day, uh, of course, as we talked about earlier, you know you don't want to get in trouble like Velveteen Dream and, and send to underage. So someone that can help you find overage people is Connell Barrett at datingtransformation.com. Yeah, Connell Barrett can help you out with this quarantine blues that you're having, that game you're losing. I know that. Uh, Tinder quarantine pickup lines are getting rather old right now, so you probably need a professional. So I go to transformation.com, reach out to Connell Barrett, get yourself a conf- consultation, and uh, you know, be ready, be more mature, get that person you're looking for here. Uh, once we can go back outside, <laughs> <laughs> Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. All right, so uh, dark side of the ring, uh, Bear, what, what was the episode this week? Uh, Cody, who was it? Dr. David, Dr. D. David Schultz, David Schultz. Couldn't think of his last name, David Schultz. Um, yeah, pretty much, uh, bitch slapping the shit out of a uh, reporter who called wrestling fake, uh, more or less what it was all about. Um, but I thought it was fairly well done. I mean, I think the, the whole mindset around it was smart. I get it. Um, Kind of like we talked about, they should have had um, Jr. in there 
because he would have definitely known as well. God, that is an ugly ass belt. Yeah. But they they had Cornette in there who's perfect for talking about wrestling in general and just everything about wrestling. Cornette is is the guy for it if you want the old school how it should be. Um, so he defended it to this day and uh, called that. What was his name? Stassi? Stasser? Stossel. 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 That's who it was. Um, pretty much calling him out, calling him a fraud, just getting clicks. Thought he was all hot shit because he worked for fucking ABC 2020. Um, but he went up and uh, called wrestling fake to a to a wrestler and a pretty badass dude and got the slap shit out of him or the, the shit slapped out of him for it twice, not once twice to ring both them ears into $280,000. Slapping soul out of it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I got into a little on ours, I got into a little uh, a Twitter thing because one of the Chiefs players, Chris Mano, commented on it. Do you know who Bold James is? He's on NXT, I guess. Bold James. I vaguely remember him. Maybe was. I don't know. He brought it up. He liked a couple of our tweets. Just uh, pretty much calling Stossel an idiot, more or less, but it was pretty good. So, Paul James did. And Chris Mano from the uh, Chiefs. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it's just all that. Like, it was a good episode overall. But, I mean, it just pretty much – like, they could – this is the thing. Is if they want – they could do another one with the whole Bob Costas, Vince McMahon thing. If you could get right. – Hour out of that, you get an hour out of Costas and McMahon. Like that, that was the second closest thing to a to a reporter getting the getting the shit kicked out of him pretty much. I saw I that. that was awesome. If you, I think Vince was close. He wanted. Well, yeah, Vader, you're right. Vader too. That was in Japan, though, wasn't it? No, no, in Kuwait. Wait, yeah, and he got arrested there. He was held there, wasn't he? He was like in jail, <laughs> like legit in jail. They didn't know if he was gonna make it back or not. I, mm-hmm. I want to know more about uh, you know Sid and Arn, man. I want to see that. Yeah, I don't think anybody's ever going to talk about that again. Yeah, Vader's dead be. now. Huh? I said Vader's dead. He was there, yeah, you know. So we ain't going to hear from Leon. He just gave that off-the-cuff interview that one time, and that was that. Yeah, man. And then I, I liked how they talked about him being a bounty hunter. Like that that shit was dope. Yeah, that was crazy. He just he's like, Oh wait, I get money for just arresting these motherfuckers. And then people the one dude was like, Oh, you arrest me? That's cool. I, I can I can deal with that. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like this dude just came after you and got you and you're cool with it. It's like right. people are dumb. But yeah, he talked about how him and Hogan were friends before Hogan was big and uh, you know, Hogan pretty much turned back on him. He did a lot of his friends when he got big, but hey, the territory, in all honesty, there's people in here. I mean, look look who he was loyal to, though. Brian Knobs. Right. Beefcake. I mean, he still has Jimmy Hart. The motherfucker still has friends that he's loyal to. It's just there are some guys who maybe thought they were closer than they really were with him, who probably they he didn't turn his back. He was just so busy being the top guy that he didn't know what was going on. And they probably thought that he was turning his back. I'll play devil advocate on that. I can do that. Either that I mean, or just the guys that he probably felt threatened by. That, that also, that's, and you can, and I, I agree with you there. You can play both sides of it, no doubt. There's 
there's two ways because he, you know, he is, but as over as he was and as big as he was, no one was touching him. Right. Right. Obviously, a warrior and, you know, you got Savage and Warrior, but I mean, you know how all that shit went. But right. this one was interesting. I liked it. Uh, I think next week's is what, UWF? Yeah. Heard about cocaine and yeah, wrestling. It's, it's right. been an interesting one. Yeah, that's going to yeah. be a good one, man. And West. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Found, oh, yeah. They say when they found him, when he died, he like OD'd and he had a hotel room with prostitutes and. Uh, he had like $20,000 or something like that worth of cocaine. He said he was like in honey rolled in the cocaine, wasn't he? Or some weird shit. Yeah, he was like naked with Vaseline all over his body. Vaseline, yeah. That's what, <laughs> that's what it was. That shit's wild. Yeah, we'll, and we'll talk about that next week. Wes, if you've not seen Dark Side of the Ring, on, uh, it's on Vice. And I think you yeah, can. Yeah, I've seen the commercials. Dude. Insane. I mean, this season's been good. Uh, we had Chris Benoit was a two-parter. The assassination yeah. of Dino Bravo, that was a really good one. Jimmy Snuka and uh, the death of his, girl, his girlfriend. New, won. New, Jack, New Jack was a crazy one. You got to watch that. New Jack was Yeah, it looks good. Yeah, I got to check that out. I've, I've been seeing the commercials on Vice. Yeah, dude, they, they, it's some good shit. And like you said, UWF, I think uh, we got an Owen Hart one ending the season, right? And there's a, a yeah. few other ones. They in the beginning last year they had uh, they did the screw job right, and they did uh, the Hogan Savage thing, Mega Powers. That was a good one. Uh, it, it's a good show, really well put together. I think you'd enjoy it. You know the real side of wrestling. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. The last three that they got here are uh, Herb Abrams with the UW, UWF, the Road Warriors, and Owen Hart. Road Warriors would be interesting. Yeah, these these last three are going to be. I mean, they've all been fairly interesting, um, but these last three are definitely going to be pretty crazy. Is there anything, Wes, that you remember? I know you're like a, you know the guys, but something that you'd want to know more about. Shit, I mean, I would just I would watch Vince McMahon or Stone Cold documentaries all day, like <laughs> their childhood, what they did in high school. I I would I would eat that up. Yeah, he does. A, he has a, a good podcast uh, on the WWE Network, Broken Skull Podcast, where he talks to uh, some of the guys. He did uh, Kane, Big uh, Big Show, Undertaker, Ric Flair. Interviewed all of them. It's really good. And then he had that show on USA. What it, What was that? Yeah, called? yeah. Um, it was the same thing, wasn't it? Broken Skull Sessions or something. Yeah, I was going to say Skull something. Yeah, because I know he did the one with Baker. You know, with Baker in Cleveland. And then we mm-hmm. saw how that went for Baker last year. Oh yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's cool. He's putting out content, so I, I'll check that out. Heck yeah, man. So here's a fun one. So what we kind of wrap this up with? Uh, we do some, you know, what happened on this day in wrestling history. So in the last, you know, twenty years, just give me a year, Wes. Uh, nineteen ninety-seven. That was right where I'm at, too. So how about ECW, May 3rd, 97, in Trenton, New Jersey? So uh, if I screw these up, Cody Bryant, because this was about your time with ECW, so might need your help. John Cronus, right? Yeah, Saturn and Cronus. Yep. Little Guido and Tracy Smothers. Yeah, okay. 
Devon Dudley defeated unknown participants in a battle royal. <laughs> Mustafa and New Jack. Talked about New Jack. Beat Axel Rotten in Corporal Punishment. Stevie Richards beat the Sandman. RVD beat Balls Mahoney. Shane Douglas beat Pitbull number one for the ECW World Television title. To retain it, I should say. And ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Terry Funk retained against Devon Dudley. Seven people attended. Yeah, dude, the Eliminators were dope back then, though. 750. That's crazy. Let's go to, uh, how about 1999 Monday Nitro? Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio beat Scott Armstrong and Steve Armstrong. Buff Bagwell beat Ernest Miller. Hawk beat Bam Bam Bigelow. Conan beat Horace Hogan. Mang beat David Flair. Booker T kept his world TV title and beat Kurt Henning. And uh, DDP beat Ric Flair. Let's go more. Let's let's go more uh, recent. Let's go to. We'll make this be the last one. And we'll go to – there's two more. So we'll do both WWE and TNA on May 3rd since this is a May 3rd release date on this show. 2010, so 10 years ago uh, today, Sunday when people can hear this, uh, Impact, TNA Impact, Jesse okay. Neal, Shannon Moore beat Brian Kendrick, Doug Williams, Lacey Von Eric, Madison Rain, Velvet Sky beat Sarita, Tara, Taylor Wilde, James Storm and Robert Roode. That's beer money, right? Yeah, James Storm Robert Roode, yeah, beer money. Beat Brother Devon, Brother Ray, Alex Shelley, Chris Saban. AJ Styles beat Abyss in a Monsters Ball match. And Rob Van Dam, the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, beat Desmond Wolf. Nigel McGinnis. So that was from the Impact Zone in Orlando. And then same night, Monday Night Raw in Jacksonville, just up the street, right? Evan Bourne beat Dos Karras Jr. Batista beat Daniel Bryan in a Beat the Clock match. John Morrison beat Ted DiBiase Jr. twice. Cena beat Wade Barrett, beat the clock. Maurice beat Nikki Bella. Mark Henry beat Zack Ryder. David Hart Smith and Tyson Kidd beat Vladimir Kozlov and William Regal. And Cena beat Batista in a dark match for the WWE Championship. Hmm. In a dark match? Yeah, you know how to do that shit. Don't get that anymore, do you? Well, we did. I feel like when we went there... There was a dark match happening, but their dark match was like yeah, I mean, a dark match. Oh no, he retained. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I thought you said a change. I was like, oh man, no, you don't sorry. do that. Uh, any wrestlers that have birthdays today? Well, if he was still alive, happy 105th birthday to Stu Hart. <laughs> okay. You never know. He might still be alive. <laughs> he might be. I think Stu Hart's been dead since 1950. He just kind of there. And then uh, uh, 24 years ago, Ray Stevens died of heart failure on this day. So, um, Wes, thanks. Uh, I know this this wasn't really your jam, but I appreciate you staying and hearing your stories All about right. three and starting quarantine. Hell yeah, man. How else am I going to do it? I'd be here on the couch. So. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I appreciate you coming on again. I know it's been a long time, and uh, you know I can't tell you how much how much we appreciate uh, moments of time, and uh, continue wishing you the best in all your success. Yeah, thank you guys very much. Uh, happy to be on here. Hope to do it again, and yeah, great to catch up. Oh yeah, man. So uh, as always, 
We'll run through this. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Get on your streaming service for music and check out Mind Quarantine, the latest hit from Wes Anderson featuring Ted Bone from Pacifier. Check it out. Thank you to uh, Brandon at All Wear Clothing, Sean Crandall's Quality Lawn Care, Tim at Verizon, Cassandra at PNC, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com. Sorry to... Sparty Steve, we did not get you on the show again today, but thank you again for the Frickers Lunch episode 100. You still owe us for more Frickers Lunches. I say you do it for every 10 episodes. Uh, I think it's due. You can just mail it to, uh, of course, the uh, P.O. Box of Over the Line Sports Podcast. That's P.O. Box 2659, White House, Ohio, 43571. And as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Zazu out. Dude, I need a haircut. Yeah, me too. I need to write the line so I can hit them hit up my barber. <laughs>